You're listening to the Manifest Your Greatness podcast, and this is episode number 48. Do you have a goal that you'd love to accomplish, but just don't know where to start? Or maybe you've gotten off to a great start, but just can't seem to get out of first gear? I'm Curtis J. Washington, founder of the Manifest Your Greatness coaching program, and I've helped people from all walks of life manifest the greatness that they already possess deep inside. If you are committed to taking the steps required to become the best version of yourself, you've come to the right place. This is the Manifest Your Greatness podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Manifest Your Greatness podcast, where we explore practical and actionable steps to help you manifest the greatness that you already possess deep inside. Today, I'm bringing you another one of the webinars in our webinar series from Manifest Your Greatness Coaching. This webinar is entitled Mind Over Money. If you ever wondered why you were having trouble attracting money into your life, This is a fantastic webinar that goes over some of the things that we may not realize that have been impacting us on a subconscious level that have been actually hindering our ability to draw more money into our life. So I hope you enjoy this webinar. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's webinar entitled Mind Over Money. Nice to meet you all, and thank you for taking some time out of your busy day to join this webinar today. My name is Curtis Washington, and I'll be your presenter today. A little bit about me, I'm originally from San Diego, California, but as a military brat, I moved around quite a bit, and uh, I eventually settled in Honolulu, where I graduated uh, from high school, and uh, continued my education at the University of Hawaii at Manoa where I received my bachelor's in Asian studies and also my MBA from the University of Hawaii's uh, Schindler College of Business. Um, After living away from the islands for over 25 years, I've recently moved back to Hawaii where I now live with my family just north of Kona. My professional career largely existed within the business management consulting and financial uh, services industries. My last position in the corporate world was as a vice president at Goldman Sachs. And over the last 25 years, I've served as a mentor, a consultant, or business partner for numerous highly successful businesses, ranging from commercial daycare centers to real estate investment companies. Most recently, I've attended the Thriving Coach Academy, a life uh, life coaching program fully accredited by the International Coaching Federation, or ICF. Uh, I'm also the founder of Manifest Your Greatness LLC, which provides customized private and group life coaching programs designed to support clients in breaking through current blocks or challenges that prevent them from achieving desired results and leading more fulfilling lives. Uh, Lastly, I'm also the founder of the Manifest Your Greatness podcast, which explores practical and actionable steps to help us manifest the greatness that we already possess deep inside. Perhaps though, most importantly, uh, I have two amazing daughters, ages 14 and 12, 
and I've been married to my amazing wife for over 18 years and um, just celebrated my 50th birthday very recently as well. All right, so let's get to it. So I want to start by talking a little bit about money rules. So basically money rules are what we think about money. Um, so to put it another way, um, our current money rules, um, they're based on input from multiple sources. And these are inputs that we've taken in over many, many years. Um, so an example uh, could be um, your parents. So what did your parents or authority, figure, authority figures teach you about money? Um, so uh, for me, an example was money is, is always tight. I remember, I remember that being taught to me. Uh, there's never enough to go around um, is another one. So uh, an additional uh, input source could be, were you taught you need to work hard to make money? And I specifically remember being taught, yes, I had to work hard and study hard to get ahead. Another question we could ask ourselves is, what were we taught about rich people and what were we taught about poor people? Um, so yeah, for this one, I was taught uh, that rich people were greedy, basically, when I was growing up, um, that they thought somehow that they were better than others. Um, I remember that as well. Um, and uh, I was taught that poor people lacked guidance or opportunities uh, or motivation to get ahead. Uh, I specifically remember uh, these things being mentioned to me uh, in the past. So um, another question, what comes up for you when you think about money? What comes up for you when you think about money? I used to think that um, there was never enough time uh, it was it was it, working hard and trying to attract more money. Um, it, it felt elusive. Uh, it felt like money was hard to grab a hold of and to hang on to. Uh, so I, I do remember that um, and what kind what came up for me specifically when I used to, when I thought about money. Uh, and then another question is, what thoughts do you have about making more money? Um, and for me, I specifically remember that uh, I used to think there wasn't enough hours in a day to make more money. I, I used to think, what else could I possibly be doing? Um, I, I'm tapped out. I'm barely getting enough sleep. I feel like I'm working extremely hard. Uh, wh wh where else is there um, that I could go to, uh, to, to, to bring more money into my life uh, if I'm completely um, burning the candle on both ends, or so I thought. And one last question is, what are your thoughts about receiving money? Um, so for me personally, uh, I specifically remember that, uh, when I was an employee and I received a paycheck, I had no issue with that. Uh, I felt like I deserved it. Um, I was very happy when the money came in. I was like, yes, I earned that. But the interesting thing is when I started charging people for my services as a consultant or business partner or mentor or life coach, I used to feel a little guilty. Um, I wondered if I deserved it or if I was worth it. Um, so interesting how how that can change depending on your uh, uh, you know depending on your situation in the marketplace as well. Um, so those are just some rules about money. 
And, uh, you know, these are rules that we have or many of us have, and they can color our thoughts about uh, money and our relationship with money. So hypothetically, you know, if we think of rich people as being evil and we judge them for being evil, greedy and corrupt, for example, uh, then we'll never really be fully on board with the goal to make a lot more money because we don't want to be judged as someone being evil, greedy or corrupt. Um, so this is sometimes called the mirror phenomenon. Um, and basically this says that whatever judgments we have about someone else will be the same judgments that we have about ourselves. So whatever judgments we have towards people who have a lot of money uh, are the same judgments we would have towards ourselves. So if we believe that most people who are rich are evil or corrupt or greedy, then we will be blocked from financial success because we don't want to become someone who is evil, corrupt, or greedy. But uh, uh, this is just a judgment, and, and a judgment is just a thought. It's not a fact. So, and, and thoughts can be changed, of course. So could you think of those who are rich as possibly having more options and more freedom to, posi to positively impact more people? Could that be another thought that you could have about rich people? How does that sit? Is that a possible thought that you might be able to have? And if, if it were, would you like to become someone who has more options and freedom to positively impact more people? So might this change in thinking also change how we think about making more money? Might this change affect how we think about receiving money? So it's very important that we think about the rules that we have around money and the judgments that we have because if we judge, for example, rich people in a negative light, then you will have resistance to becoming wealthy because of your judgments around what it means to be rich. So that's something to keep in mind. Okay, so next I wanna talk about money and what it really is. So what is money really? Well, money is simply a unit of measurement used in the act of giving and receiving. And it's a neutral exchange of energy. So all those rules we just covered, all those thoughts, all those judgments, all those emotions that we discussed previously regarding money, those are simply thoughts and judgments and rules that we have around money. There's no fact to them. We are creating a story and that is how we see money. And that is, that is in turn coloring how, our, how we interact with money and what our relationship is with money. Um, so money is neutral. Okay, um, the next thing I want to talk about is, is money evil? Now, of course, in light of what we just discussed, we know that money is neutral. We also know that um, money is a magnifier. So um, there are people in the world who have lots of money, and um, some of those people do terrible things with lots of money, and some of them do wonderful things with lots of money. Some of the wealthiest people in the world have made tremendous contributions to society, while others who are equally as wealthy have done nothing to contribute or may have even used their resources to intentionally harm humanity. So money is simply a magnifier. If you're already a kind and generous person, Having more money allows you to significantly improve your reach so you can positively impact more people. So with that in mind, how, how are we currently showing up uh, when it comes to money? In other words, what is our mindset when it comes to money? 
Well, there are two uh, very different mentalities um, that are very common when it comes to money. One is uh, what I, ha I call the have-do-be mindset. And what this mindset basically is, is uh, it means when I have the money, then I'll do what I most want and I'll feel amazing. But the problem with this is that this mindset means you're waiting until circumstances change before doing what is needed. So that means that we're subconsciously discounting our resourcefulness. And what I mean by this is that if we are saying, when I have money, then I will do what I want and feel amazing, we are basically telling ourselves that right now we don't have the money, therefore we do not feel amazing and we do not have what we want. So if we already feel that we don't have the money and we don't feel amazing, how likely is it that we are going to become creative and resourceful when it comes to drumming up new ideas and ways to, to attract more money? So this is also can this can also be referred to as the victim mentality, right? Because we're letting the circumstances define who we are and we're giving the circumstances our power. Another mindset that we could have is what I call the be, do, have mindset. And this asks one simple question, who do I want to be? So the basic difference here is that if we're asking ourselves who we wanna be, then we're, we're able to clearly see what we want our lives to be, what we want our lives to look like, who we wanna be. Uh, basically, we're able to step into the future right now. And when we do that, by default, we become a lot more resourceful we become a lot more creative and we become a lot more determined because think about that. If we are saying we know who we want to be and we can fully step into who that person is right now, then we can start living that life right now. And what that means is that we will start thinking as if we are that person right now. And that is going to, of course, make us uh by nature become more resourceful because we know who this person is, we know it aligns with our values, and this is the person that we wanna become, and we know what they would do in a situation like this. They would come up with ideas, they would uh, be very creative um, and looking for opportunities. So, uh, and they would be making decisions based on the life they want, not the life that they have. And this is a great question for all of us to ask ourselves from time to time. Are you making decisions for the life you want or the life you have? Because if you're making decisions based on the life you have, you will make decisions that keep you where you are. So that's something to keep in mind. Okay, so next I wanna talk a little bit about money and how it moves around and is there enough to go around? So. The fact is, when money is congested, it can't have any impact, either positive or negative. You, your money can't serve you unless it's in circulation. So like energy, money is neutral. Like water, it needs to keep moving in order to have an impact. So we need to move from a scarcity to an abundance mindset in order to adopt that way of thinking. And that requires many of us to break through some of those old rules that I discussed previously about money. Now, this doesn't mean you should spend all your money, of course, but 
It means your money should be in circulation in a way that is helping you achieve your financial goals. So this could be, for example, acquiring additional resources and skills that we can leverage to help us attract more money. Um, and of course, when we spend money, inevitably that's going to create bills, but we can think of those bills. We can choose to think of those bills as invoices for blessings already received. So that's just a, just a change in mindset. If we're putting the money out there and we know why we're putting the money out there and we're working to, uh, of course, uh, acquire more resources and more skills to attract more money, then these bills that we are receiving as invoice or invoices for blessings that we've already received because we know what they're going to do for us in the long run. And of course, when we receive money, we should be thankful, right? Um, but when you and when you spend money, uh, another way we could think about that is that money is now having an opportunity to um, to go and help someone else, to go and touch someone else's life and support someone else's life. So, how do we get from this scarcity mindset? to an abundance mindset. So one of the things that we need to, of course, remember is that uh, there are certain things we tell ourselves every day that uh, really hold us back. Um, and there is one phrase in particular, I'm sure everyone out there can guess what it is, but there's one phrase in particular that really holds us from uh, getting the things we really want to acquire. And that phrase is I can't afford it. And this is a dream killer. And it's a dream killer because when we say we can't afford something, that means that it cuts off the flow of money um, by cutting off our resourcefulness. Because if we're telling ourselves we can't afford it, how likely are we going to be to look for ways to attract that money? Quite unlikely, if we're telling ourselves we can't afford it, we're going to look for other reasons why we can't afford it, right? So, um, of course, our mind has a wonderful ability called the reticular activating system. And that's when the mind starts looking for proof that supports your intention. So if you are saying, I can't afford it, you are going to find other reasons why you cannot have what you really want to acquire. It's going to automatically self-perpetuate these thoughts, and it's going to help you actually find more reason to not try because you already told yourself you can't afford it. So. By simply making a change from I can't afford something to how can I afford something? How can I afford it? That minor change shifts our intention because now we're saying, hmm, what could I do? What could I try? Where could I look to attract enough money to be able to acquire what I really want? And your mind, of course, right? leveraging the reticular activating system starts working for you to find opportunities. You get creative and you get resourceful because you're telling yourself that is your intention. If you are looking for a how, then your mind is going to follow suit and try to assist you in finding that. So what we need to make sure we're doing, of course, then is we need to entertain the thought that money can and will show up in unexpected ways. As long as we're open to that, as long as we're looking for a how. And like I mentioned earlier, we need to look for evidence of money, of money showing up unexpectedly. And that of course requires us to have that simple shift in our mindset when we're looking for 
ways we can afford something other than telling ourselves up front we can't. Because if we're looking for ways, we're looking for evidence, we're looking for opportunities. And uh, we should expect that money will show up unexpectedly on occasion uh, because that's what we're looking for. And of course, we want to celebrate whenever we receive money. Whenever money appears, we want to be happy. We want to be very grateful for what we have. But we can also at the same time be open to receiving more. You can be thankful for your current life situation, uh, you know, the financial resources that you have, but you can also have a vision for the future. Okay, so with that in mind, and we've talked about abundance, now I wanna talk about some reframes that we can have. These are ways that we can change our thinking that will help support us in attracting more money into our lives. So one of the ways is the way that we think about resources. So resources are can be de determined by what's in the bank, for example. Resources can be defined. If you log on to your account and you look at your statement and it says you've got whatever thousand dollars in the bank or whatever hundred dollars in the bank, that's factual. That's what it is. And you know, resources can be defined. If you have whatever number of whatever you might have uh, uh, in terms of tools or, or, or uh, you know, your computer hard drive, all of that, that of course that's finite. There's a, there's a number, there's a value that we can attach to it. However, resourcefulness is determined by what's in our mind. So if we are resourceful, that, helps us to always have an opportunity to grow, to always have an opportunity to expand because what's in our mind, of course, is unlimited. We can always increase our skills. We can always uh, try something different. There's so many different ways that we can go about uh, uh, trying to acquire more money or more, or more resources for that matter. So that money that reframe, uh, st to stop focusing on resources and start more focusing on your own resourcefulness can be a very impactful thing to do because you start to look at things from a different a different mindset you're looking at things as as, uh, as your unlimited potential instead of what you're seeing uh, that's external to you that's outside of you another reframe is to move away from thinking of things in terms of how much they cost you this focuses on loss and scarcity, because if we're saying, how much does this cost me? We're thinking about money leaving and it being gone and not getting that money back, right? We're thinking this is gonna cost me money. And that mindset, of course, is a mindset of scarcity because it's, it's emphasizing that that money, once it's gone, it's gonna be very difficult to get back. So instead of thinking about how much something can cost me, a simple reframe could be, what do I have to gain from this? And this focuses on possibility and abundance. So we need to be able to retrain our brain to see the gain. So moving from how much is something going to cost to moving to how much is something going to benefit me? So everything is an investment. If we think of it that way, then of course, we're much more likely to put money behind it because we know something is coming back in return. So thinking in terms of possibility and abundance instead of thinking in terms of loss and scarcity is another great reframe. 
Another one is a rule that many of us may have about being about feeling guilty receiving money from someone. And a new rule that we could have around that is to uh, think about when we make money, it benefits other people and it allows me to contribute more. Now, I talked about this before, how it's a very interesting thing that happens when you get out of, um, you know, you get out of the corporate world where you're getting a paycheck and we have no problem receiving a paycheck and we feel like we deserve it. But then when you try to get out and establish your own value in the marketplace, it can be it can be a, a little bit of a shift, right? Because then you're you're you have to define what you're worth in terms of money for your services. Um, so that's something to think about. When you make more money, it benefits more people. Um, and you just need to take care of yourself to be able to take care of others. One of the things I, I like to think about, um, and they, of course, if you, I'm, I'm sure everybody has been on uh, uh, flights where they, of course, have that secure, the uh, safety briefing at the beginning. And I've got two little girls, as I mentioned at the beginning, well, not little anymore, 14 and 12, but um, they always talk about, when they talk about the oxygen mask, it's always something that I need to wrap my head around because as a parent, of course, your intention uh, and your thought is always to help your children help your family uh, first. Um, so when they say, of course, what to do when the oxygen masks drop, do they say put on your kids' oxygen masks first and then your own? No, they don't, right? They always say put your oxygen mask on first and then assist others with theirs. And that's something to, you know, it, it, it's the same, it's the same, same thought process for this too. If you don't have an abundance of, of money, then it's going to be a lot more difficult for you to reach, uh, to magnify, right? To, to reach more people, to um, assist more people, to uh, benefit more people. Um, and like I had mentioned earlier, since money is only a magnifier, if you are a generous person and you really want to help people, the opportunity to receive more money is going to give you only more, it's only going to empower you more to empower others. Uh, more than you can at this point. So something else to think about. Now, the last thing I want to just briefly do here is I want to spend a few minutes uh, and I want to ask everyone uh, three questions here. And uh, these questions are designed to make you feel something. So they're they're probably going to, you know, you're probably going to feel something in your gut or in your, your heart or something like that. Um, when you're listening to these questions, but I want you to feel that. I want you to tune into that. So take a few seconds, take a few deep breaths, try to center yourself and be, try to become as aware as you can of what's happening in your body and how you're feeling. And I'm going to ask you these questions and I want you to really pay attention to what you feel or what thoughts come up as well. Okay, the first question is, do you want to earn more? Do you want to earn more? The next question is, are you capable of earning more? Are you capable of earning more? And the last question is, are you allowing yourself to earn more? Are you allowing yourself to earn more?
Now, I would imagine that one more, one or more, or all of these questions probably brought up some feelings and some thoughts, maybe even some judgments. But I'd like to reiterate here that everything that you're feeling and everything that you're thinking is based on these rules that you have already around money. So these thoughts, like I had said towards the beginning of the presentation, are coming from all of these inputs we've had growing up, from authority figures, from you know, our culture, you know, our environment. And those have created these rules that we have. And a lot of these rules that we have currently don't serve us. So wouldn't it be great if you had someone who could support you in overcoming these feelings and thoughts and rules that are holding you back from attracting more money? Well, as a professional life coach, that is exactly the kind of challenge that I help my clients overcome. So here's just a handful of benefits you would receive as my client in the Manifest Your Greatness coaching program. I would support you in upgrading the old rules that you have around money. I would support you in dismantling negative judgments that you currently have about money. I would support you in embracing an abundance mindset. I would support you by developing and maintaining a be do have mindset. I would support you in helping you avoid the hedonic treadmill. And I would support you in developing disciplined resourcefulness. And these are just a few things. These are just a few things, but um, this is a list of some of the things I can support you with as, as your coach. And uh, one, a few things about the Manifest Your Greatness coaching program. I offer support in the form of one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions as well as uh, group coaching sessions. Uh, and for the members of today's live webinar, I'm actually offering a free 45-minute coaching consultation call. And that call is designed for us to explore any area in your life that you're currently struggling to make progress in. It doesn't have to be about money. It could be fitness. It could be relationship-related. It could be career-related. Basically, any area of your life that you would like support in. And if we mutually decide that I can support you in the area of life, in the area of your life that you're facing challenges in, uh, and we seem like a great fit, then we can decide together whether or not it makes sense for you to enroll in the Manifest Your Greatness coaching program. And also just for today's attendees of, of the live webinar, I'm also offering a substantial discount off my normal coaching program rate. Simply mention that you learned about the Manifest Your Greatness coaching program at the Mind Over Money webinar, and um, you'll, you will be qualified for that discounted rate. So if you're interested in learning a bit more about the Manifest Your Greatness coaching program uh, and what it can offer, please reach out. We can discuss the benefits of the program in a lot more detail. You can actually schedule your own, at your own convenience, a free con that free consultation call uh, by just going to my calendar, um, and that can be found at manifestyourgreatness.com, which is my website, forward slash contact. Or you can email me at curtis at manifestyourgreatness.com. Or if it's easier for you, 
feel free to put your name and phone number in the chat box and I can try to give you a call uh, as soon as I can following today's webinar. And of course, if you're looking for practical and actionable steps to help you manifest the greatness that you already possess deep inside, please be sure to check out the Manifest Your Greatness podcast. Uh, I release new episodes weekly. There is quite a few episodes available. It's free and it's available across all popular streaming platforms, including Spotify. And lastly, if you enjoyed today's webinar, please be sure to visit manifestyourgreatness.com and register for access to additional pre-recorded seminars. Um, and also there's a lot of other members only resources available there for you. So have a look at that website as well. So thank you very much for attending today's Manifest Your Greatness webinar entitled Mind Over Money. I hope you found the concepts explored on today's call interesting and insightful. This webinar along with other Manifest Your Greatness webinars have been recorded. And if you'd like to access or share the presentation, simply visit manifestyourgreatness.com and create that account on my website, as I mentioned before. I will also be offering more free webinars on a variety of topics, all aimed to support you in your efforts to break through current blocks or challenges that are preventing you from achieving desired results and leading more meaning, uh, more fulfilling lives. Uh, in the near future, I'm actually going to be uh, offering some more, some more of these webinars. Uh, and in addition, I very much value any feedback that you may have regarding today's webinar. So please shoot me an email and let me know your thoughts about what I covered today if you have a moment. Um, and lastly, I just wanted to say that I sincerely enjoyed connecting with you all today, and I really look forward to our next opportunity together to continue to explore practical and actionable steps to help you manifest the greatness that you already possess deep inside. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining this episode of the Manifest Your Greatness podcast, and I look forward to spending time with you again on an episode in the near future. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Manifest Your Greatness podcast. If you liked what we've explored on this episode, then you'll love the Manifest Your Greatness coaching program. The Manifest Your Greatness coaching program is uniquely tailored to help support you on your journey to become the absolute best version of yourself. So if you are committed to taking the steps required to significantly and permanently level up in any area of your life, visit manifestyourgreatness.com forward slash contact. Again, that's manifestyourgreatness.com forward slash contact and schedule your free consultation call today. Talk soon.